On first down, the handoff to Marlon Mack. Huge hole, 50-yard line. He's at the 40, still going near sideline. He's at the 10. He's at the 5, and he will score. Touchdown, Marlon Mack. Touchdown, I-N-D-Y. And again, it's picked off. It's Darius Leonard. Leonard with a second INT, and he's streaking down the near sideline. He's at the 40. He's at the 30. He's at the 20. He's going to go. A pick six for the Maniac. Kenny Moore gets to Deshaun Watson. That's a sack for Kenny Moore. Kenny has a pick and now a sack in the game. Horseshoe is back, baby. The horseshoe is back. Welcome back to another edition of the Bring the Juice podcast. Your host, Cody Felger, Derek Larger, and the Colts just made another move in free agency, this time adding to their tight end room as they sign former Chicago Bear, former Philadelphia Eagle tight end, Trey Burton. He was a guy that was initially drafted by the Eagles in 2014, or not so drafted. He was actually signed as a free agent by the Eagles in 2014, played with the Eagles for a few years, and then signed a big free agent deal with the Chicago Bears in 2018. Uh, he played all 16 games, had a career high in 2018, uh, 54 catches, 569 yards, six touchdowns. Then in 2019, uh, the Bears signed Jimmy Graham, and he kind of missed some time there, uh, didn't play all 16 games. He only played eight games for the Bears. And so – this is a connection, Derek, that we kind of saw coming, especially when the when the Bears decided they were going to release Burton. Um, it it mm-hmm. makes sense on a whole bunch of different levels. Obviously, the Frank Wright connection is the first one. What do you think of this deal, Derek? Presumably, it's going to be a deal that's not breaking the bank, probably a one-year prove-it type deal for Burton. What are your thoughts here on the Colts bringing in a guy that's very familiar with Frank Reich and Trey Burton? Yeah, I mean, we we all have kind of said that the Colts were going to try to get this tight end room uh, fixed up in some way, whether that be in the draft or in free agency. Well, it's starting to look a lot more like they're not going to really address the tight end group in the draft, which is fine with me. Now that we got another tight end in Trey Burton, now we can just focus more on receivers and linemen specifically, which is definitely a good thing for us. Um, you mentioned it. I don't expect this to really be a bank breaker, uh, probably a couple million, probably not any much more than that, to be honest, because I mean, which is kind of weird to think about, um, given the fact I want to read the stats off here real quick. And Cody will obviously mention some of these as well. Um, the funny thing is drafted in 2014, right? He's 28. And the funny thing is he really did not play that much. Um, or get much usage in his first two seasons. He actually really only had his major the majority of his uh, playing time from 2016 to 2018, uh, his first year in Chicago. Um, he had he had 60 targets in 2016, 31 in 2017, and 76 in 2018. In total, let me count these up here so that way I can make sure. Had 114 catches in those three years. Had over 1,000 yards receiving in those three years. And ended up with 12 touchdowns throughout those three years. And then obviously last year in 2018, or 2019, I'm sorry, played only uh, in eight games. 
only had 14 catches before going down with some groin injuries and a cap injury that sidelined him for the rest of the year. So, um, obviously you got a guy who has had a few small injury problems. So that's something that we'll have to monitor there. But this is a guy that has been proven. Um, he's had a couple years, especially in those years with Philadelphia, when Frank Reich was still there, he, he performed, he had some seasons where he wasn't too bad. I mean, he wasn't, uh, he wasn't tremendous by any stretch of the imagination, but he certainly was uh, not a, just a, below average tight end. He was an average to above average tight end at times. So this is a great addition. Uh, like you said, Cody, especially with coming back to Frank Reich and his system only makes sense that we be able to do that. So uh, let me hear your takes on what Trey Burton is going to do for the Colts. Yeah. And before you, you, we, I talk, get into that a little bit more about like Trey Burton on the Eagles you know, you may look at his stats initially and say, well, nothing pops out to you about Trey Burton. And it shouldn't because he was a number three tight end. He wasn't, wasn't a number two. He was a number three tight end but behind two really good tight ends. So it's not like he was bad, and that's why he was a number three tight end. Um, but he, this really, uh, I like this move a lot because it's a low risk, potential, pretty high reward type of deal um, mm-hmm. and type of signing for the Colts. And it fills a need, which I think is really important. I know that we have talked a lot about tight end being one of the top positions that we think the Colts need to address in the 2020 draft. Well, maybe this, and, and I want to hear your take on this, Derek, this might kind of change the draft philosophy a little bit. I know we had a third round guy normally that we say the Colts were going to take maybe Adam Troutman, maybe yep. Bryson Hopkins, one of those guys. But this could completely change the Colts' draft strategy. Uh, what are your thoughts here on potentially? Does this change the Colts' draft strategy, and should it? Um, yeah, it definitely should change it right now um, for this year alone. Because now you know you have a tight end room full of Jack Doyle, Trey Burton, Mo Ali Cox. You have a three tight end group. Uh, obviously, Trey Burton only being twenty eight years old, it's not like he's super old yet. Obviously, the injuries are an issue that you have to worry about, but you wouldn't have to worry about a tight end until later in the draft if they actually decided to go through with a tight end still. But in my opinion, this does move away from the tight ends here. But honestly, I mean, when you think about it also, you also have to remember where Jack Doyle was drafted too. Remember, Jack Doyle wasn't drafted until... Um, until later on. I mean, he was actually picked up as an undrafted free agent. Look where he's at now. I mean, the Colts might still get another tight end. It may not Mm -hmm. be until later, really late, but it's certainly, this certainly does mean that they're not going to address the tight end group until really late in the draft or even after Mm -hmm. the draft. So yeah, that, that full, that's fully what I expect for them to do. And now all three of their tight ends on their roster are all undrafted guys. I don't think Mo Ali Cox was drafted either. So Trey Burton went undrafted in 2014, Jack Doyle undrafted, and Mo Ali Cox went undrafted. Uh, so, yeah, I think he fits exactly what the Colts are looking for in a compliment to Jack Doyle and also to Mo Ali Cox in that they have more of a receiving threat now at tight end. And Trey Burton yep. has shown, like you said, Derek, he can be a vertical type of threat, especially with giving Philip Rivers. We know how much he loves to use his tight ends. Mm-hmm. Antonio Gates, Hunter Henry, 
this is just another target for Philip Rivers. And we've talked about and harped on in this podcast, man, the Colts have done nothing at the skill positions. This would signal they're going to try to address it in the draft. Though they still haven't done anything at wide receiver, but tight end now, presumably. And I think, it, you know, even if you do draft a tight end, like you said, you can even push it back to a later round. Mm-hmm. And this just allows the Colts to do more. You know, we mentioned they have some holes still. Uh, maybe maybe a corner. Maybe also you look you're looking at you know some backup offensive linemen. Maybe you add <clears throat> add an edge rusher. Maybe with the uncertainty of safety, you feel the need to take a safety there. This gives you so many more options at yep. that 75th pick. Well, and even if you want to trade back and acquire more picks, you can do that yeah. now uh, with not without feeling like we don't have any options at mm-hmm. tight end now. And so I like this move a lot and he's definitely not going to get the type of deal that he got with the bears. It was a four year, $32 million contract that he signed. Yeah, no way. Obviously he didn't live up to that at all. Um, he had a pretty decent season though in 2018. I think we should look at that season and see, you know, when he actually got time to be on the field, he produced. And I think that's important. I think this is going to be potentially a good signing for the Colts. He's not that old. He's 28. So uh, overall, I like this move a lot. Uh, Derek, what are some of your initial final thoughts here um, on this Trey Burton signing? I mean, isn't it just incredible just the amount of guys that we're signing to have a connection to this cult staff in some way? Mm-hmm. Can you just think about that for a split second? You have Philip Rivers, you have Xavier Rhodes that came in. Now you have Trey Burton. I mean, all these people just have connections to Frank Reich and this coaching staff. It's incredible. And I'm looking at these numbers here just so I can take a look again. Again, folks, I'm reminding you his first two seasons in the NFL had only four targets in his first two seasons. He did not jump off until 2016 when he started finally performing. Um, 195 targets in his career. Okay. And all, all most of those have come in the last four years. The majority of them came between 2016 and the 2018 season. Now, he's had 131 of those receptions, which I did the math. That's a 67.2% completion percentage when targeting Trey Burton. And so, I mean, it, you go to, it goes to show that, you know, he, he's a pretty reliable guy, honestly. He's, he catches more balls than, you know, what most people do. So that's good that, you know, he has a good catch rate. Um, he It's almost 10 yards per reception that he's getting. So... And honestly, and they say here, 70 of his 131 catches have resulted in a first down. So, you know, they definitely love to use him in a variety of ways. So, I mean, a very productive guy. If as long as he stays healthy again, like you said, Philip Rivers loves himself a tight end. And now he's got two tight ends and Trey Burton and Jack Doyle, who may not be the greatest uh, tight ends. May not even be Hunter Henry, but you got two reliable catching def- or ta- tight ends that can block and can receive as well. So I like this pickup. Uh, we'll have to see how the deal goes down. Like you said, it's not going to be a blockbuster that he got in Chicago, but I expect, you know, somewhere around my guess is, is you have to take it his past into consideration. I mean, he is a, re- a reliable guy. Um, but I'm guessing the deal's probably going to be somewhere between six to ten million. That's what I'm mm-hmm. guessing, and it may it may be a two year deal. Honestly, it yeah. might be a two year deal worth ten million dollars. 
which yeah. doesn't surprise me at all. That's Ballard idea there. Um, yeah. It might even um, be lower than that. Yeah, yeah. I was reading – I'm just scrolling through Twitter now. was reading a tweet from Mike Garofalo uh, of NFL Network, and he says that he has – Trey Burton is owed $4 million by the Bears. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chicago is going to take all of that money, and the Colts are going to get him at a minimum, which I think is huge. Yeah, yeah huge. right. You're not yeah, taking yeah. on that big contract. Chicago's mm-hmm. eating that, which I think is a big deal. Uh, and so the Colts are getting him for cheap. Chicago he's basically is still, that from that. He's getting paid by million. the Bears to come here, basically. To play for the Colts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll take it, man. I will yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> take it. I will take it. Um, but yeah, I think it's a one-year deal also, I just saw. Um, so there you go on that. And uh, yeah, there you go. If he can stay healthy, I think Trey Burton's a, a really under-the-radar signing for the Colts. I think he could... Yep thrive in 2020 with the Indianapolis Colts, Philip Rivers and Frank Reich. So that does it for this podcast, guys. Let us know your thoughts on the signing of Trey Burton. We personally like it. Do you guys like it, especially the deal the Colts got with it? Let us know in the comments below for Derek and myself. Thank you guys for listening as always. And as always go Colts.